Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Pop. <laughs> The views and opinions of this show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this network and its affiliates. SFL Nation, welcome back to again. Inside the league with your GM, favorite GM, Nelson Lozano. How's it going, guys? Hey, look, it's week one, so I had to come correct. Uh, appreciate hearing all the recognition that we've been getting, whether positive or negative. It's still appreciated. I appreciate our names being out there this season. Um, but, hey, I'm, I'm excited. You know, this weekend uh, is huge, right? Week one starts in the SFL. So that's exciting, and um, basically now it's 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 the it's the fight to uh, to the championship. So I know a lot of folks are expecting the same thing all around. So I don't expect nothing less than from anybody else. Um, so we'll, we'll get into it. Tonight's show is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about week one, what week one looks like, uh, Saturday and Sunday, what games are going to be playing, and then again uh, we'll be talking about where some of these. Uh, who you guys are at so far um, So we'll be discussing that Tonight we have also The interview of the evening Will be Portland Fleet's own All-star free safety Bob Funk So it should be very, very exciting And again, right? Like, this is this is the time where You know, week one Like, it's, 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 it's so much fun You don't know what to expect It's been an off-season Everybody want to make their speculations Whether good or bad or indifferent About what's going to happen And... I personally feel as if, um, hey, it's it's a clean slate. We started off having a three-game win streak, um, and we're hoping to continue it with our week one matchup. So, without further ado, right, um, let's get into what week one looks like uh, for the league, Um, and then we'll go ahead and bring in our uh, first guest a little later on the show. So, talking about what's coming up Saturday, July 24th. So, all of these times that I'm going to talk about are Eastern times, um, so please be aware of that. And if you're in another time zone, then please do the math. Uh, so, our first game, it looks like, that we have of the day ends up being uh, the Jacksonville Kings versus the Denver Nightwings. Now, that is at 1.30 on For the Fans and Twitch. Um, so that'll be awesome. At 2.05, you'll have the Queen City, the new Queen City Corsairs, right, with the new regime facing the uh, Fort Worth Toros on uh, SFL, the SFL Network on Twitch. Um, so that'll be great. Uh, you have at 3.45, the Florida Storm versus the uh, um, Arizona Scorpions. That will be at 3.45 on For the Fans and Twitch. 
we have the 415 game, which is, again, my favorite game, uh, which is the Portland Fleet versus the Houston Hyenas. Uh, that's at 415, and that's on the uh, Simulation Football League's Twitch channel. Uh, we have at 6 p.m. the Charleston Predators versus the uh, Las Vegas Fury, and that will be on For the Fans as well as Twitch. And then we have um, the, uh, the Carolina Skyhawks versus the Louisiana Revolution uh, at 6.20, and that will be on the SFL Network and Twitch as well. So that's your, side, your Saturday lineup. And then your Sunday lineup, uh, you have um, a couple games as well. So we have it starting off at 12.30 Eastern on For the Fans and Twitch. Uh, we have the Lone Star Glory versus the Mexico City Aztecs. Um, at 2.45, we have – oh, I'm sorry. I skipped this one. Uh, the San Diego Mavericks will be on at one versus the Sioux Falls Sparrows, and that should be quite an exciting game there. At 2.45, uh, we have the Atlanta Swarm versus the uh, London Knights. That's on for the fans and Twitch. At, at 3.15, we have the St. Louis Gladiators versus the, um, uh, the Tulsa Desperados. That's on uh, – the SFL Network and Twitch. The Los Angeles Lycans versus the Baltimore Vultures. That will be at 5 p.m. Eastern uh, for the fans and Twitch as well. And then we finally cap off the first week of Season 1 with DC uh, versus Vancouver. Uh, and that should have been at 5.30. So, talking about these games uh, and kind of these, these matchups, right? Uh, again, let's take let's already hit the, the biased approach to get that out of the way so uh you know i'm looking forward to the portland fleet versus hyenas game and let's kind of give some context we faced the hyenas already uh two seasons in a row and uh we've had our wins they had their wins so it is one for one right now so it's a great rivalry to have so you know of course i'm looking forward to that there has already been some exchanges between the rookies on um, what they feel like that outcome will be. Myself, um, you know, it's excited to be out there again. I think we made, a, you know, again, some a change in the offseason that I feel like will, will be amazing. And then, again, keeping some strong pieces in place uh, was really huge for this offseason. I always talked about retention being key, and um, it, it continued on this offseason. So very excited to see what's going on now. Talking about some of these games uh, that are happening, and we'll start with Saturday's games, some that I'm looking forward to. So we'll, we'll, we can kind of go no particular order, right? Just as I see them, uh, we'll kind of talk about it. So the Carolina Skyhawks versus the Louisiana Revolution. Now that's at 6:20 again, uh, Eastern Times, and that's going to be an interesting game. We can talk about the storylines here. Uh, you have the Louisiana Revolution, first time you've seen Tommy Utah in their uniform, um, coming in and, 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 and really setting a new era down there in the bayou. And you have Carolina doing the same thing with Matt South um, and, and seeing what that goes. So that game there is exciting because these are the what-ifs. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, you don't know... You know how Carolina is going to use Matt South, and then you also first time seeing Tommy Utah playing, right? So in the in the majors, so this will be very exciting to see. And then that's a huge game. Um, the Florida Storm versus the Arizona Scorpions is very interesting as well, due to the fact that you have um, again Florida 
making themselves all the way to the championship, right? And then having, you know, to face Arizona, who's a team who made their first appearance into the playoffs last season. So this will be a great litmus test for the Scorpions to kind of uh, go ahead and see how they stack up against a last year or last season contender. Um, you have the Corsairs versus the Toros, right? So Toros is a, is, is, is a team, a sister team like us that started at the same time. And uh, or brothers team, right? Whatever you want to call it, and um, you know, had created a lot of buzz and a lot of movement going into their playoffs last season. So uh, going against Queen City again, there is always everybody always talks about how a lot of the Toros used to play for 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 Queen City. So you have that connection and that situation happening. So old rivalries, but with it being a new regime, I don't know if that storyline still fits this game. <clears throat> but very interested to see nonetheless. It will be the first time we see what Queen City will be able to accomplish. And honestly, it, 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 it's great to see, you know, it was great to see what they were able to do, signings they were able to make. So I think they're going to have something very competitive on the field. Uh, the Kings versus the Nightwings. Now, this game here will always interest people. For two reasons. One, the investment that the Jacksonville Kings made on that line. I think everybody wants to see how that is going to go. Um, and see what that helps out with Jared Willis um, and uh, Marcus Dunhill on that protection that they're adding there. <clears throat> but everybody was wondering about that defense and how much that defense lost during the offseason. So that's interesting to see what the Kings end up looking like um, now in this this season 17 but then it's the same thing with the Nightwings the Nightwings have had had most of their veterans all retire right they got that chip they got that rock they were like all right cool we outie 5,000 right so um that game I feel like a lot of people will tune in I think it's a great starting game these are two teams that are restarting so um their season's kind of in a sense with this new kind of changes so very interesting to see where that goes and um the Vegas versus Charleston Predators game, right? Yeah, I left that for last, but I don't want nobody to kind of sleep on this because Charleston signed most of their team back. If I think they only needed like one person, um, if I'm not mistaken, that they needed to get signed, which I think was Terrell Sutherland. Um, but I, I could be wrong, right? I apologize if I got that wrong. But again, you know, you, you there is changes that are happening too in Charleston, right? There's new leadership in place and the sense of ownership. So that should be interesting. But then we have the Las Vegas Fury and seeing their rookie QB. Now, the rookie QB will have three of the top QBs uh, playing in this game. First round QBs. And again, uh, the last QB to be taken all playing in those first on that Saturday, July 24th. So really great. So it'll be interesting to see how they go. And I heard an interesting storyline, right? They, they said Vegas. Um, should be looked at for a lot of the moves that they made, you know, in their line, getting people in here who can create pressure. I, I completely agree. Um, hearing that with, with the conversation they had, um, that Slynn had with uh, Coach Cravens on his podcast. So I think that's interesting to see. And then seeing um, the success of, uh, of the new QB successor to that QB role in Vegas should be very interested in, in, in Joseph Green, who, again, is a great guy, great QB, 
really interested to see what they do with him. And I did see that they had some changes to him. Um, so it looks like he's coming out into the majors a little bit differently than he did to the uh, minors. So those are some of the storylines behind every single game on Saturday, July 24th. Um, and like I said, I explained between the Portland Fleet and the Houston Hyena game that's at 415 on the SFL Network and you know Twitch. Um, this game here has history because of what, what it is. Right now, it's tied up one apiece. Portland has won against them. They were our first win um, in, in season 15. We did lose to them season 16. So to see them season 17, um, it's great to see them nonetheless and face them. And like I said, with the chit-chats that, that some of these rookies uh, have had and, uh, and some of our, our teammates have had with some of the hyenas, should be a very interesting game to see there. And has kind of made itself into its own kind of, hey, we, we face you every year, so there is some type of rivalry. But speaking with DeMond, um, with DR and everything else, and, um, you know, we ha- he has that respect um, when we go into his side of town, too. So it should be a lot of fun. Now, talking about Sunday, July 25th, the most important thing to talk about first is that is my birthday. Sunday, July 25th. So I will be enjoying some of these games as a birthday present. Now, <clears throat> my birthday present really is on the 24th. The team already knows that. A lot of them saying, hey, Nelson, for your birthday, we're going to make an amazing birthday. And I, and, I, and I believe my guys will deliver. But Sunday's games, talking about ones that are really going to uh, uh, pull maybe some attention and some of the um, things around that that I personally feel um, gives me a, how do I put this, gives me a sense of competitiveness and they're going to be very attractive to the viewership of who's, who may be listening. So um, let's talk about the San Diego Maris versus Sioux Falls Sparrows. This game here, I think it's going to be very interesting uh, San Diego, one, everybody's going to be watching to see how we're going to bounce back from that 0-12 season last season and what with these additions they made because they did make a lot of additions that I feel like folks aren't really discussing of. I think Zach Hollendorf uh, that came from uh, St. Louis over to them was a great pickup to, to get a, a safety that, you know, was really, you know, highly rated. So... It's going to be interesting some of the moves that they made and retaining some of their players as well. Um, that's that's really key. And then Sioux Falls, right? Sioux Falls was really quiet last year. Um, not the season that we expected at all from Sioux Falls. So then this game is kind of the, all right, who's going to take their first win, right? Will it be San Diego continuing from season 16 into season 17, finally getting their win and starting off this new season on a new foot? Or Sioux Falls having that bounce back, jumping back from grace. I know they had um, some games that they did bounce back from. So again, and we're not going to forget their history two seasons back. So that should be a very interesting for, game for folks to watch. The Lone Star Glory versus the Mexico City Aztecs. Now this game here, the Tex-Mex, I think it's what they're all together. So this is a rivalry within divisional rivals. I think the interesting thing to see at Lone Star is just all the changes that have been made, right? Um, they did have a group of, of gentlemen go into free agency who ended up getting picked up by Louisiana. So 
that core group of, of, of gentlemen who were on the defense as well as one being on the offense now leaves those holes to be open that were filled, of course, by other folks. Um, but, you know, Lone Star is a brand new Lone Star. The, you know, they have gotten a nucleus of the coaching staff from Queen City and brought it over there. So it will be a different dynamic in coaching. And it's very exciting to see what they end up doing. And then with the Mexico City Aztecs, I mean, the Aztecs always bring up a really great game. I mean, I think you can never count Ramos and his, and his organization out. It doesn't matter who's there. They're going to find a way to win. So that's interesting on its, on its own. Um, the Baltimore versus Lycans game, uh, just to see Baltimore come out. I know folks didn't expect Baltimore to get knocked out. They thought that maybe they would have a back-to-back run into the championship. So you'll be able to see that championship caliber, as well as the, you know, the Los Angeles Lycans. They made themselves into the playoffs. Uh, they're a team that, in our Pacific division, definitely deserves some recognition. Not an easy team whatsoever to, to play against. So that should be a very strong game there. Now, the Atlanta Swarm versus the um, London Knights. You know, London has made a lot of changes. Like, it was a revamp offseason for them. So, that game has a lot of hype. One, because Pickler is now behind um, the London Knights. And again, we all know the history that Pickler had, had with London, how that's now water under the, the London Bridge. Um, and it was co-signed, uh, signed off by the Queen. And now, you know, they have uh, Johnny UK, right, uh, now playing back then in the backfield. They also got Butch Minner as well to that line, so that line is protected as well with the rookie that they got. So they have this fresh look and fresh feel to them. So it should be very interesting, but the Atlanta Swarm is a strong test for them. Uh, you know, the Atlanta Swarm, season 14 uh, champions, uh, you know, again, yes, hasn't had the season maybe that they want, but they are a difficult team to play. And most folks can never count out the Atlanta Swarm. So, should be a great game there. Uh, the St. Louis Gladiators versus the Tulsa Desperados. Um, I know folks will definitely tune into this game here, um, but honestly, it, it, it's 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 a game where you're not sure what you're going to get, right? Um, is this going to be a game that um, you know uh, uh, Gabriel Manning goes out here and, and goes for 300 yards? I have no idea, right? But it's a possibility. Or is this going to be a game where St. Louis comes out the gate like last year instead of going 5-0? and um, that, That's something that I feel like folks will tune in because they definitely want to see what St. Louis does this season, especially with some of those changes as well. So finally, uh, talking about the last game of the evening, which is the D.C. Dragons versus the uh, Vancouver, Vancouver Legion. Now, this year, um, if you really – I know some folks are going to write off D.C. – just for the fact of how their season went. But again, we all seen how close they were on games. So to face the Vancouver Legion, who's a high-flying, very strong attack type of team, as well as has a good defense, right? So I don't want you to sleep on any side of the ball. Vancouver has players, right? They have players on defense. They have players on offense. So this is going to be a really strong test for D.C. But I feel like D.C., again, with the coaching that they have and the game plan they have, we got to see glimmers of it last season. So should be, again, uh, very interesting games. All these games, whether or not you're tuning in because of the storylines or what's happening, 
Um, I'm going to tell you, you're going to enjoy every single game uh, that is on. And again, tune in, right? Check, take a look at it. A lot of hard work goes into this. Shout out to all the broadcasters that are going to be broadcasting that game. Um, you know, shout outs to uh, Cam for what he's going to be putting together this weekend. Still trying to get the um, the convention all done and squared away. So, again, very exciting weekend, jam-packed field. And let's kind of talk about um, the Who You Gots, right? So, currently these games have um, the Who You Gots out now. And I want to go over it before uh, we get on to our guest who I've seen is in the lobby waiting for me to, to hurry up. And he's like, Nelson, man, can't wait to get on the line. Um, so talking about some of these games here and how uh, this looks like. So the Jacksonville at Denver game, they, uh, the the SFL has Denver winning 115-25 to tw- uh, 25 compared to Jacksonville. Uh, we have Queen City at Fort Worth. Currently is at a 30-52. to 52, So the league is pulling for the Toros as well as pulling for uh, Denver. Uh, the Florida Storm at Arizona has Arizona winning this game. The Portland Fleet versus the Houston Hyenas. They have the Hyenas winning this game at the moment, 40, uh, 45-63. Uh, Charleston versus uh, Las Vegas, they have 50, 59 uh, going to Las Vegas. Uh, the Carolina versus Louisiana game is is not that bad off of the closeness of it, 34-41 to 41 going in favor of Louisiana, but that's a pretty close um, between the two, uh, the Lone Star versus Mexico City does have Mexico City winning, and I think again that that's mostly because uh, we don't know what to expect out of Lone Star at the moment. But we have seen the test of time that that uh, Ramos has been able to accomplish here in, in Mexico City. So um, you know we we can see that happening again. Um, San Diego at Sioux Falls. Sioux, we have Sioux Falls at the moment winning, um, so the league is feeling like they have the better chance. Uh, when it comes down to the Atlanta versus London, this is the dead tie. Currently, it's at 37-37, so the league is divided between these two teams. So that's the closest um, out of all the teams there with a dead set, no gap. Um, the St. Louis Gladiators versus Tulsa. Uh, we have St. Louis currently in the lead. Uh, the Los Angeles Lycans at Baltimore. We have Baltimore giving a huge gap between the Los uh Los Angeles Lycans. And finally, we have the D.C. Dragons at Vancouver. And right now, currently, Vancouver's up 52-30 to 30 against the D.C. Dragons. So I hope you guys get a chance to tune in. It should uh, definitely be a fun two days. And I will be here for you guys. Actually, I won't be here for you guys. I just got to remind you, that weekend after that, I am off the air for a week. I am enjoying my birthday uh, it's been a long journey from February to this time to finally be able to enjoy my birthday. So I'm going to enjoy it. So I won't be on Monday's show. I'm not sure if KT or Ben will have their show. But don't expect the show on that Friday. Expect the show the following Friday, okay? I know I have been on the off the air, and the consistency has kind of fallen off a little bit. Right, Last week, we didn't have a show. I think two weeks prior, we didn't have a show. Um, but, you know, with the off season, as uh, how it was going, there's not so much to talk about. But then, too, uh, for those who know about my injury and what I've gone through, um, it, it just gives me an opportunity to, again, a lot was going on that week, and I needed to focus more on 
my own sanity at that time. Um, so please forgive me if I took that time back for myself uh, to ensure that we were good to go. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and get our guest in the building. Uh, this is the all-star captain um, and free safety, Bob Funk. Bob, how are you doing this evening? I'm good, Nelson. How are you? I'm doing okay. You know, um, it was a tough week this week, um, but I was able to look forward and, and, and get myself here this today. You know, um, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. At first, I was like, "Man, am I am I gonna do a show this this Friday?" Um, and I swear to you on everything, you hit me up and said, "Nelson, you know, I want to be on the show this Friday." And I said, "You know what?" Because Bob said he wants to be on. I got to get my butt up and make sure I do this for Bob. Because Bob would do it for me, right? So well, I appreciate you know, I just didn't know if I didn't know if you had a guest. And I was like, you know what? It's the day before the season. So I just had to put my name out there and see if you want to do one. So. And look, I, for you, Bob, I am willing to do anything to make sure, you know, again, Bob's happy, as you know, as a GM. So... It's, again, like, I'm so happy to be here. Uh, as you can hear, right, we kind of went over week one, um, and, and I told I told the, the listeners tonight that you guys said you got me for my birthday. You said, hey, Nelson, don't worry about it. We're going we're gonna to get Houston for you week one, and uh, we will go ahead and give you that for your birthday. So I'm already saying thank you in advance, Bob. Uh, <laughs> but hey, you know, again, I just, it's going to be exciting. I hope we can deliver for you. We plan on it. I just hope we can, you know, do it. You know how those things go sometimes. <laughs> I do, <laughs> uh, but we have some all stars that went to the all star game last, you know, this, this past season, as well as some future all stars. I think that will go into season 17's all star games. But don't call me biased, right? Now. Let's let's kind of get this about you. So why don't we tell the listeners who Bob Funk is? All right. Before we start there, I just want to say something about Dr. Dave Axis and his family. You know, everybody here in Portland is thinking about you right now. And we know you got a lot going on with the family. So best of luck to you and the family, Dave. So before we start anything else, I just want to say yeah. that. Definitely. Shout out to Dave Axis, you know. Uh, we we miss you on the airs, man. It's it's not easy, uh, you know, not hearing you in the airways, right? So, uh, hope whatever you're going through, man, passes quickly and you uh, you're able to come back onto the airways and enjoy uh, the excitement around week one. Yes, exactly, exactly. I mean, I know he's got a lot going on with the family right now and what's going on, so. I just want to send, you know, thoughts and prayers from everybody here in Portland to him. Yeah, definitely. So, Bob, right. go ahead now, and start, yeah, start talking about yourself. <laughs> what, who's Bob Funk? Yeah. Who's this all-star that came from the uh, Birmingham Fuel? You know, I'm just, uh, I'm a 40, 41-year-old guy. I live in Syracuse, New York, just outside Syracuse, New York. I install fire sprinklers. Finally going back to work Monday after... You know, breaking my pinky, you know, last month. Yeah. So, I'm just, yeah, definitely. You know, just a normal guy. <laughs> and Bob, I mean, look, you know, I feel you on that physical therapy stuff, man. This week, 
Um, I, I think I've dealt physical with the torture. worst pain. Yeah, right. Physical yeah, torture. I, physical torture, right? <laughs> I, this week, I, I can feel that I'm impacted. I had some leg, and um, so intensely that my side wound started hurting. Um, so for like this last, all the way till today, even right now, I'm still in a little bit of pain. Um, but that was from Wednesday, and then today they worked my arm so bad, like, I was just like, man, I feel Bob even more. I even told my physical therapist, I said, I haven't felt this bad since I got here. So he yeah, was like, dang. I, I he was it. like, well, yeah, he was like, well, sorry about that. You know, we got to do it. So we'll, we'll I see. It, I uh, I, I'm sitting here with a little strap around my hand, my pinky, you know, tucked into it to keep it bent to get it to actually bend again, so. I mean, I'm sitting here talking to you doing physical therapy exercises. <laughs> I mean, yeah, anytime you can find a moment to do it, it makes it a lot easier, especially when you have that homework that you have to do, you know, throughout the day. Oh, so yeah. it makes it a little easier to get by. But um, let's talk about your SFL story, right? <clears throat> so how did you get here? How did you get to being an all-star free safety your first season, right? Like, I mean, first season as a free safety. Went ahead and killed it. Did an amazing job back there with Shot Island. Like, how did we get to that point? I mean, like a lot of the season 15 rookies, you know, the pandemic hit, and there was no sports, so you flip it through the channels. And you find the Simulation Football League. And, you know, I joined the minors, was in Birmingham for the first season. Then you guys drafted me last, yeah, season 15, you know, in the first round. And I played as our nickel corner. And when Dakota Johansson left, you know, I moved over to the free safety spot and just picked up where he left off because he killed it, you know, our rookie year. So I just, you know, picked up where he left off and took over the position, basically. And, I mean, again, you've done a marvelous job, right? You're right. Dakota did a great job back there. Um, You know, he was even eligible for the rookie, uh, defensive rookie of the year that year, uh, which which I find is crazy, right? So you came in and and shown, hey, look, we're not even going to miss a beat. We're going to be back there, and, and you have just wreaked havoc, and you got yourself into the All-Star game your first season as a free safety, which I think is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it was – I mean, it's a lot of, you know, just the coaching, though. They they put it, put us all in the right positions, and our, our secondary killed it last year. I mean, our whole defense killed it, but you know what I mean? It was just – our Vandalay does a great job with that defense. Yeah, definitely, man. Our our um continue the trend, you know, from Jacob taking over uh the seasons yep. before and then Art taking taking over and, and continuing that and continue that success and continuing building a you know, building and sustaining a great defense isn't easy to do and I think Art's doing a great job with the coaching section of it and and I'm really excited to see how you guys come out the gate this season um, with the offense that I feel like we've made a great investment this offseason into the offense to ensure that we come out here even more competitive than last year. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited about the new look of the offense. I mean, OJ's come in. He's done all the work. He's, you know, very vocal in the locker room. You know, I wish 
Matt South, nothing but luck in Carolina, but you know, I got I got to support my new quarterback now, and now now I'm I'm rooting for OJ. Of course, of course, and you know, uh, again, you know, it, it's it, you see the the differences, and they are two different types of QBs. Um, so to see the difference, I think that's what we're excited about the most. Um, but he is somebody that we drafted just like yourself, and I always get excited about the people we draft. Because I feel that um, not everybody sees that what we see until we put you guys in position. So um, I think again, seeing what OJ does this season will will be amazing with Zeke. Uh, all the receivers are coming together as myself, John, and myself are getting better at blocking. Um, so it should be very exciting to see on that side. And then again, the defense, season three, all together, right? Um, no rookies. Yep playing on that defense so it is nope. crazy and scary to think where you guys are potentially going to be and looking like when it comes down to it so um before we get started and i have a question you know uh before this fun fact but i just read today that your cleveland Indians are going to change their name yes they're going to the guardians to the guardians so so I got to hear it first before we get to the fun fact about you. Uh, this, I, whatever listener is listening, you just learned that Bob Funk is a is a is a Cleveland Indians fan. But what do you think about them being called the Cleveland Guardians? I mean, it'll grow on me. But I mean, they've been the fucking Indians forever, and it's just one of those. It's like. I, I get why it's happening, and I understand it. But it's going to take me years to stop calling them the Indians or yeah. the Tribe or anything like that. It's, you know how I mean? I still call the Redskins the Redskins at times, even though they're <laughs> yeah. So you know that we. I team. feel you know. I feel what you're saying. You know that, like you know, exactly. it, it is difficult. It's difficult to change after years and generations of of a team being called that name to now all of a sudden change. It will be difficult. I'm going to go through it again for the second time once they decide what this next name is going to be. They're, not, but, they're, they're, staying, with, they're, they're staying with football team. It's <laughs> Let's hope not. I, 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 I'm going to be I, honest I, with you. I, I know some people say it grows on them, but I cannot sit here and just call it Washington football team. It just it has no oh, identity no. So I get that it identifies with no one, so it's a safe thing. It identifies, but you yeah. gotta give it something well, like. And then you got that what was he, the dentist or whatever that bought up all the names they wanted to use. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he went ahead <laughs> and really tried to get a payday, but I think fans were more angry at the fact that they did that because we we do want you know something for 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 the team. And I feel like if you do take all those names, well, what happens? Then they're going to just choose what they have now and call it a day. So if they did yeah. that, Bob, I would just be so disappointed because we've been waiting for two years for this new <laughs> name. And if you come with this yep. BS, um, we, I think you're going you're gonna to have the fans look at you sideways. Now, some of the names that we did like, like Washington Red Wolves and all this other thing, seem to not be on the table. So I'm thinking that yep. the Indians did the same thing, or the Guardians now. In the sense of getting yeah. away from anything Native American, you know, maybe ties to uh, oh, just they, to they, kind of prevent, said, you know. 
they said straight out when they changed, they were when they announced the name change, they weren't going to do tribe or anything that you know had any Native American context. But exactly. you know, there there was better choices than the Guardians. I mean, I could have lived with the Rockers for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, incorporate that. Yeah. Go back to like the Cleveland Spiders, which they were for like two or three seasons way back in like nineteen whatever. 1908, some bullshit. You know, go go yeah. something like that. I don't. I was, and they're they're all the guardians. It's because of the statues on the bridge that leads them to Cleveland. The guardians of traffic. Come on, really? You could have come up with something better. You well, you know, better. Looking at that show, I'm hoping that all the market research that the Washington football team is doing from the ambassadors that they've been picking up to this freaking journey blog that they have created. It's better that's, be one hell of a name because if they though, end up <laughs> if they end up being the Washington football team. the marketing team, firm is involved now and they're going to go some BS name like the Indians did with Guardians. What well, is the safest name we can come up with? Hey, well, I hope well it's not people football, are starting to uh, agree with the football team. We'll just stick with that. That's what uh, marketing firms do. I, I don't know. I'm really hoping that's not <laughs> the case. Let's let's. I'm gonna pray on it and hope that it it isn't. But we got until 2022 to look forward to that. But I I definitely wanted your insight on what did you think about the Indians changing their name. Now, fun fact about you: What would you like to share tonight with with fans and friends and everybody in between? A fun fact about you. I mean, it's not really about me, but there's a Bob Funk movie. <laughs> there's a Bob Funk movie, okay. So what is the premise of this movie? Uh, I don't know. It's This guy, he's like a alcoholic, and his mother fire. He's like works for his mother. She fires him, and he like turns his whole life around. You know, one of them just Hollywood's, you know, sappy movies. Mm, but okay. there, there's a Bob Funk movie, and I was like, "Well, I I have to buy this just to see what the hell it's about." Yeah, and what would you give it? What is your Bob Funk uh, stamp of approval out of five? Five thumbs up. Oh, it's like a one thumb up, maybe. <laughs> but all right, so it ain't a blockbuster. So I have it's it's got my name on it, so I had to own it. <laughs> Well, hey, they they chose an all star. It looks like you're the better representation of Bob Funk, anyway. So <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool fun fact to share. Now, let's talk about what attracted you to Portland. So you had suitors. Um, we we discussed it before on on the suitors that yep. you did have during the draft. But overall, ultimately, what attracted you to Portland? The expansion team. Started just starting a fresh with a fresh team and building a history, you know. Yeah, and and what history has it been? You know, um, Jacob shares something with me that I think he's going to share with the team soon, but it, it, it deals with our history. And I think re- keeping keeping track of that and 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 really looking at it and understanding it and dissecting it is going to be big. I mean, you guys are part of our history, right? 
the people that are still here and the people who have left us. Everybody's part of that history that is short, um, but has been wonderful and makes it very exciting to see into season 17. So, um, really awesome to hear that, you know, again, you being part of this expansion team early, you can see some of those early successes as well, um, like you had last season. So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I think, I think it's been a great experience here in Portland. I mean, we, we haven't lost what we've lost, like, you know, five, five people maybe through the time, I think mm-hmm. something like that. And to the, to the guys that left, they were all great people. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, they decided to move on other places or, you know, li- life happens. And yep. they left the league or whatever, you know, but. They're, they were everybody that's been here has been a great person so far. So I've yeah. thoroughly enjoyed the fleet, <laughs> and I've enjoyed the process, you know, of, of getting everybody together. You know, um, I look at season fifteen and I've reflected, right? Because I looked at season fifteen draft, sixteen draft, and seventeen draft, right? So with OJ, and I reflected on three drafts and what we were able to accomplish in three drafts. In the first draft, we were able to get our foundation in place with yourself, with everybody else on that defense, with everybody else on that offense, right? And those offensive pieces haven't really moved so much other than we moving John to fullback, Jacob retiring his player, or at least not signing his player, right? Um, Give John the opportunity to be there, which, again, John is killing it. Bringing in Ezekiel Love to, to, to give a dynamicness in there. We've discussed so many times about the the Matt South, but, you know, uh, uh, there. But now we have O.J. Bruin there. But then if you look at season 15, like I said, Gene being there, Art being there, myself being there. Um, you know, those are key pieces that came season 15. Um, and then uh, then we look at our defense and Derwin Nuevo getting his all-star, you know, accolades and you have VP really being in his own and Gary Burney being the monster that he is and Robert Brower coming in and being into his great partnership with Duran Nuevo and then our linebacking crew you know it's just again you I look back and I say dang to me what we just accomplished in three seasons through the draft right because that's what we really primarily wanted to do was draft as many people as possible uh we were lucky to add some great free agents and ben and kt right um but they are the only and, and you know john was a free agent and zeke was a free agent so those were really the free agents that we brought in uh, but the rest have been us you know out of the draft pick or out of whatever case may be Oh, and then, you know, not forgetting Mel as well, right? So Mel will be considered a free agent. So it's been really awesome to see everybody come together. And, um, you know, it's going to be awesome to see how season 17 ends up being, which is tomorrow's game. So tonight should be all hype uh, from us. So I I can't wait to be in that locker room voice chat tomorrow for our game with everybody because, I mean, we tear it up with them. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That locker room chat. We we do and we 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 share each other's um, you know successes together as well as hold each other up when there's some trouble happening. So you know we've watched many many practices and many many OTAs and many many a lot of stuff. So oh, let's, yeah. yes, we have. let's hope what we see 
is definitely in our corner that that day. So, uh, but what what do you enjoy most about being part of the fleet? Like, what has really um, solidified for you? You're a three season vet, right? Um, so, yeah. what, what has kept you? What's kept you here? What, what do you enjoy the most? You guys, all, all my teammates. It's the coaches, Jer- Jacob, the owner. I mean, you you guys what kept me here? I mean. I've had offers to other places, but I ain't leaving you guys. You guys are like, you guys are the yeah. best group of guys I've been with, you know, other than, you know, my minor league guys. Cause I, you know, those guys always hold a special place in my heart. Cause those are the guys I came in league with and learned with, you know, we yeah. all learned in the minor league that first minor league season. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and it, Those guys you know that, that organization, that organization you came from, which I think again shouldn't have gone and be defunct this season, but whatever. Uh, the Birmingham well, Fuel, that, right? That, like a lot only, of that's only because they only went defunct because Wiseman stopped coaching and went ah. focused full time on Denver. That's the only reason Birmingham went defunct. Wiseman decided he didn't want to be a minor league coach anymore. But I, you know, I. I hope that somebody would step in into these organizations because there's still some defunct, like Lincoln is defunct still, right? Yep. Um, so I, I think if you open these up, it gives people opportunities to to get involved. But 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 I will say that I don't want to give more work to Cam, right? Because he's the only one that does these put these on. So if you have these two, three well, more extra teams, and it's supposed to be his exactly. off season, I, I, exactly. I understand I mean, that too. So. The, the, the whole thing is, is, I mean, they'll expand those teams back when there's enough minor league players to fill them. It's basically how it's going to go. You know, and that's how that's how I feel it is. It's like we have enough minor league players to fill, you know, eight teams that have their coaches. Once there's enough players to fill these other teams, they'll bring the defunct teams back before they bring new teams in. At least that's how I think it'll go. Yeah. I, ho- I hope well, it'll go, at least. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I just think, again, you know, hopefully we'll get to a point, you know, Cam has been on the show and he said, hey, Nelson, if we could find a way to automate playbooks, that would that would make my life easier. Yes, automation made it easier in the sense of time being redirected into something else, but it didn't give t- Cam more time. So Cam's like, hey, if, if we find a way to automate playbooks, then we really will find a way to really give me more time back and I can probably put that in other episodes. So uh, we'll see yep. how that goes And if he finds that solution one day Now how has your transition we been all know how much, oh. yeah, go We ahead, all go know ahead. how much time Cam puts into this league You know Cam he works non-stop Yeah Shout out to Cam man he, he's, a, he's a commissioner that uh, Puts in a lot of hard work For this league and for the folks that are going To the convention I'm jealous because I feel like um, You're really going to be able to see what Cam puts together For you as well um, for people that you know he hasn't met before or only met in a limited time so but how's your how has your transition been Bob from nickel to free safety like how was that transition um and you know again like did you expect yourself to kind of get in that position and run the way that you ran or did you have other expectations I mean I had hoped I would do the way I did last year and I hope I do better this season, but you know, it, 
you just never know when you're going from cornerback to safety. And I was literally, I was the third cornerback. So I didn't see the field a lot in the rookie season. I mean, I was that, you know, I mean, I was out there when I had to be or in those nickel situations, but I just like, you just didn't, I just didn't know. I did not know how the transition was really going to work, but luckily my build was good enough and I did what I did. <laughs> yeah. Your, your build really came to be, and it's hard to throw out there with, with a speedy six, four free safety, right? Like um, right? It, it's very difficult to do. And Sean cleans up on the other side too, really well. So it, it is very difficult to do and, and not including the great corners we were able to get and you know leo holds it down his own taking taking after you as well and saying hey i'll take that nick and i think he's done a fantastic job as well so very exciting yeah leo, You're right. leo has done a great job taking over for me and yeah you know me and sean me and sean last year had a great race throughout the season you know going back and forth on leading the team in picks it was we we had fun back there that was the safeties yeah, and, and it was really awesome to see you guys come together. And I think what was even more enjoyable that it came from drafted players nonetheless, right? So it shows that right. value of what you can get, uh, especially if you if you draft talent-wise, right? Because, you know, we always had the discussion on how you end up getting bumped to, to nickel, but we always knew you were talented, and we knew that we weren't going to get you past 22. <clears throat> so... Um, 20 sorry 20. 20 um so you know we knew we were going to get you later in the in the round so we had to snag you there but we knew the talent you had um you even in the minors you had like i think four interceptions correct four or five i had four i think me and sean both late led that first season tied at four i think me exactly. and sean were the two that were the you know two leaders that yeah, so, first minor league season I knew that the talent was there, and uh, when that position opened up, and I remember Jacob having the conversation about it with me, I said, hey, I'm all for it, because I'm always all for for our people, you know, getting the opportunities first, so I completely saw what Jacob wanted to accomplish, I believe the same thing, and it's been awesome ever since, so I think the transition has been amazing, and I'm really excited to see how you look in, in, in year two in that position as well. Me too. Me, me too. So, um, this season you were named captain for the first time. I was captain right? last year. No, second time. Second cap- time in a row. So second time in a row. That's what I meant to say. I apologize. So, second time in a row being being um, captain. Um, how do you feel about that? Like, how has that felt being named this season's captain again? It just proves to me that. I'm one of the leaders in the locker room. I'm one of the guys that's always going to speak up, talk, talk to anybody that's there to talk. I'm going to, I'm there for our team. I'm there yeah. for our team and any chat that's going on out there, if it's whether it be the access chat or, you know, I'm out there supporting Portland at all times. And I, I feel like my, my teammates just see that. And that's why I got it again. Yeah. You, um, I, I think what you do on and off the field, right? You went to your, 
<laughs> to your game, your Cleveland game, right? The Guardian game. Uh, but you went and you wore a Portland shirt underneath, and that meant everything. I, you're right. It's the things you do in and outside the locker room. I mean, you're there almost every practice that we do. Um, you know, you chop it up with Mel, myself, with everybody. Um, but you always have fun. You always are smiling. You always are happy. And you know your teammates got your back. And we, we know that genuineness of who you are. Um, so what you represent for us in the locker room as well as outside in the community, in the SFL community, I mean, it goes a long way, man. And, and, and it's really awesome to see that you were renamed. You were 100% right. I don't know why it slipped my mind. And I apologize for that. But, yeah, you're right. You were two times. And um, I think it's, de- it's definitely well-deserved for the role model that you are on and off the field and how much fun you bring into the locker room, um, especially when things aren't always going our way. <laughs> so, hey, hey, that first yeah. season, we had a rough season, but we, we all stuck together. Nobody we was, did. you know, we didn't, we didn't have that guy in there. Oh, what the fuck's this play? Why are we doing this bullshit? You know, we yeah. stuck together. We stuck together. And I think, again, when I hear some of these responses to us, right, um, some of the critiques that I hear, um, hey, look, at the end of the day, nobody was in that locker room season 15. When you go through that many losses to that many wins, you know, it is uh, it's something that, that, that creates that grittiness and that, and that willingness to fight um, that I felt like we really came to. And we're, we're, we're a team that, that has fit the vision that I always mentioned, which was a competitive team. Like, I really feel this time around uh, we have that. And, and, you know, tomorrow's the time where we're going to see it come to play. So I'm so excited to see what that ends up being. And, uh, again, congratulations on being captain again, man. It's uh, it's quite an honor to do that and, and see you again be voted. You had, you had some high votes, too. I don't have the numbers, but let's just say you did break into the team. Nice, nice. So I mean, I don't have the exact numbers, hey. but you did break it past into the team. So that's that's <laughs> something huge to know that your teammates really support you and what you brought to the table. Hey, I support all my teammates. You know, I love all those guys. They're they're the best group of guys in the SFL, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you know, I I, I have friends outside our team, but you know, I love our team. Yeah. I love our dynamic of our team, and uh, like I said, it, it's to see it all come together. And I remember when I, I think I shared that in the locker room that I said, "Hey, I remember when it was only three of us. It was only Jacob. My at first it was just me and Jacob, and that was it. Oh, because Malcolm Malcolm came in until after until the after free agency, right? and then when that yeah. got done and he got announced and whatnot, then we were able to. Now now we know that if you sign somebody as coach, you can you can announce the coaching part and the signing will be yep. you know mentioned at a later date but at, you know at the time we couldn't and we had Mel come in and then we had John Trusman come in and then we had Matt South come in and then we had Frank Champions come in and Amon Takes and, and everything kind of took off but it did take me a little bit to see the interaction Ben Bernard in the sport. Ben exactly Fuck. and you know just seeing everybody coming in to play and then the, the us finding who we are three seasons in I feel like 
we all have this comfort level and we kind of all understand who we are in this team now versus the first season trying to figure it all out. So fun, fun nuances, fun things about putting a team together and really seeing how you guys come together. And, and, you're, and, I, and I really will say that I feel like that plan that we created in the season 15 has paid off dividends into season 17. Yeah, I mean, what we? I mean, we've lost Amon, Frank, Matt, Dakota. Who am I missing? We we lost. Is, there, is that the only four we've lost in season fifteen? Yeah, I think I think that's about it because all you did was transition and move, and after that we didn't lose anybody. The linebackers when yeah. we got Clem and KT, we moved you to yep. free safety once we lost Dakota. And then, and then we brought we, in Leo to replace me, and Clem to we, replace. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you yeah, had so. uh, John transitioning back to fullback to have allow us to bring in your love. That gave us that yep. dynamic from there. So yeah, it's, it, you look back at it and you kind of admire what we were able to to put together. And you know, this season we're so excited because finally we just feel like. It's just different, you know. It, last season was different. This season feels even more different, and it's more exciting, and it's more. Um, and I and I'm seeing that we're being talked about even more. So, like, as much as I might not like all the topics that were being talked about about us, to have any kind of anybody speaking about us is huge. Yep. You got it. You said it. You hit the nail right on the head. So long as they're speaking about us, that's what matters. That's all that, that matters, means right? They're, they're worried about, about us in some way or shape or form. You're right. You're right. So let, let's talk about what made you choose to be a cornerback even just in the beginning. So when you first started out, you decided to be a cornerback. Uh, what made you choose that? What, why was that a position that you wanted to do? And then ultimately, what sold you at being free safety? Um, I basically chose cornerback so I'm like, I don't want to be the offensive side of the ball. I want to be the guy hitting. And I, so, and I'm like, cornerback, you get to, you know, defend the receivers, try and get a few interceptions, or you get to lay the receiver out. So that's kind of, kind of how I chose, you know, cornerback and then free safety. It's like, I'm hitting even more. So it's more <laughs> of a, you're laying that guy out coming over the middle. So, it was just an yeah. easy move. Yeah, I mean, those are the moves that really fit you. And, and I really wish that we would we could get back your railroad moniker. I, I used to love seeing that when we used to message you in season 15, you know, and I would see Bob Railroad Funk. Um, and I, I feel like... Back in the name. Yeah, I kind of feel like again that was that was something that you owned, and we we seen it, right? Like you, <laughs> you did. You hit like a railroad train, man. Like you know, you were well, thumping I mean, out there. I, I I forget who came up with it in that that first minor league season. I don't know if it was Benji Madsen or or was it Mikey and Proda? I I want to say Benji came up with it, and Proda stole it from him. Hmm. Like after he heard Benji use it. All right, Benji so doing, announcing if Benji's like listening tonight, 
if Benji's listening tonight, I don't know if he is. I don't know if he listens live. But if you are listening, Benji Matson, um, if you want to call in to confirm that story, whether it was you or not, we'd love to hear it. Or if you want to send me a DM, that's good too. Uh, but the number is 515-605-9847. If you want to confirm that on, on air for me, Benji, if you're listening. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, I love that name, Railroad. Um you know, I love nicknames that come, like, you know, uh, like Captain Crush, right, with Clem. Uh, well, I he's, mean, he's adopted that moniker. We all kind of embraced it, right, um, which I think is awesome. I mean, he did the Bob Funk Railroad off a tie of, like, Grand Funk Railroad, the old, the old you know, classic rock mm. band. How he came yes. up with it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, again great things to kind of incorporate but I, I think it does embody the player you have on the field so I would love to see that moniker come back uh, whenever you feel like it's ready to come back it'll come back I, I gotta lay, I gotta put some hits down again <laughs> and then it'll come back great I can't wait to see it so let's talk about now um I always love asking this question, right? So you've gone through the whole process of being a rookie. We just had the draft go through, and there were some rookies that did not get drafted, unfortunately. And there's also there some, some free there agents. Some shocking, there were some shocking rookies that didn't get drafted. Exactly. So there's also some rookies out there that, um, you know, next season will be their season potentially of, of, of getting into the majors. So what advice do you have for rookies as well as free agents alike when – Maybe speaking about teams, speaking to teams, or, or or maybe how they carry themselves out in the in the SFL world. What advice do you have for them? I mean, I guess my best advice for the rookies themselves would be get yourself comfortable in the SFLM Gen Chat, and then start straying out into the actual SFL Gen Chat because not every team has eyes down in that minor chat. So they can't see all your activity down there and how active you are. And then also be yourself. Don't, don't, don't be fake. Just, just be yourself and reach out and talk to veterans, talk to owners, talk to GMs. Don't, don't spam people, you know, with message after message, but just reach out and talk to people. Yeah, and, people, that that's how you, that's that's how this league works. It's built on your relationship with people. It's not just your skill on the field. It's the relationships you establish with people. The other things you can do, whether it's graphics or you know that kind of stuff, writing. Te- teams love that scouting. That that's what you gotta try and get into. I would say. Yeah, find find a way to connect with people, and I mean, again, you. you <laughs> When you go through the interview process, you know, each team is different, and each team has a different philosophy. But if there's a team out there who does take the time to talk to you, enjoy that relationship. Enjoy that moment, right? Um, hopefully it's not just a day before the draft gets started, right? Each team has a has their own way of starting the offseason. So, um, but if there's teams out there that are talking to you, um, always reach out to them back and forth and, and make it as organic as possible because you also want to enjoy the experience of the team that you go to. Everybody enjoys it a little bit differently, of course, right, how they enjoy this league. But um, 
at least you get to find a at least a couple suitors that maybe fit your personality a little bit more, so that's more enjoyable during the season. Yeah, and it's just like you don't if if teams ever talk to you, never seen anything from you, they're not going to draft you because they have no idea what kind of person you are. And yes, your on the field stats may be amazing, but they want to know you as a person also. So you just need to reach out and talk to people because you never know. Like, you may develop a great relationship with this GM. He doesn't have a position for you, but he can also recommend you to another team that needs that position. So, I mean, you just got to build those relationships. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, Bob, for yourself, now going into the second year as a free safety, um, what goals do you have for yourself, you know, this season, but also for your career? What are you trying to accomplish? Um, I mean, I'm trying to be an all-star again, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, that that's... <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> I'm trying to make the playoffs this year. We got a great shot at that, I think, with the schedule we have in front of us. It's just we have to execute our game plan every week. And, you know, playoffs is definitely a goal this season. And, you know, career-wise, I just – I hope to get a championship here, you know, in the next couple of seasons. And, you know, I I just want to, you know, be here for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> just want to be here be, – and the career that you've had, <laughs> the career you've had from the minors to the majors, Bob, you know, you have made a name for yourself. And, um, you know, we love to have you. We, we enjoy every minute of having you with our team. And, uh, again, I think you showed people why you were number 20, not because of just your performance on the field, but it's also the way that you handle yourself outside. And then you're a great community member. Um, you know, you are listening to everybody, and you always represent us very well. Yourself and Art are, are two members of us, as well as I want to say OJ now, who are in Gen Chat, really representing us well. Um, so we appreciate it. And, you know, we always, we always, uh, we always love how you how you're really showing us out there in the in the league. Yeah, we. I mean, we may not be the most vocal team in Gen Chat, but there's a couple of us out there and. You know, we're going to support the fleet. And you got something bad to say about the fleet, you know, we're going to, one of us are going to be out there to review that. Yeah. And, you know, again, one thing, too, is our team is very um, honest as well, right? So we, I, that's why I feel like you don't have a lot of people who are going to come and talk smack. They're just not that type of people. And if they are, they're going to tell you what they feel. So I think, again, we're not very much in gen chat but you guys represent us very well and and i think i'm very happy with that you know it's you i don't want i don't think everybody in our in our locker room would have something nice to say to some of these people so i'd rather them not say nothing at all and let maybe some other people who are a little bit smoother with it uh believe me i gotta bite my tongue at times i have to bite my tongue at times (laughs) i feel you I feel you on that. Trust me, I feel you on that. And we've had conversations in the past too, so I it definitely you know how, how how some of my sentiments feel about some of the things that can be said. So, but like I try to be 
for you guys to see that none of your leaders are coming out here giving paying no mind to it, so don't let it bother you neither, right? It's not that we're saying, hey, we're not seeing it, but hey, look, we're going to let the, the, our talk on the field show that. And I think, again, this year it's going to be really exciting to see how that looks. So um, what are you excited about this season the most? So what are some of the things you're hoping to see this season, and what is most exciting to you? Most exciting for this season. Well, I'm ready to see how the offense plays this year with a new quarterback, with OJ leading the team. We've seen some nice things in the OTAs and the practices, but how is it going to play out all season long? Uh, that That's one of the things I'm excited to see. The other thing is, is just how the rest of the team grows around you know, OJ and how our defense grows and that that's my excitement for this season. Yeah. And, and you know what's so scary is that a lot of us haven't grown yet to our full potential. Um exactly. you know, we're still I mean, Huh? We we came in as we came in as those season fifteen rookies and we didn't have, you know, the bills that these season sixteen, season seventeen rookies had. Yep, yep. That's what I was going to say, right? We really built uh, where the cap happened, right? Our team was announced when you were capped off at Silver. And, of course, yep. the next season, they said, hey, guys, we're going to change that and let you progress two seasons um, without any cap. And then, you know, people really benefit from that, especially if they drafted that first season where a lot of these rookies were coming higher than the rookies of last year. So, um yep. You know, it's a great point, but I think that's what's scary, right? That there's still so much growth amongst all of us to accomplish um, that it's it's scary. And it's, it's just seeing what's going to be the progressions we have in place for this season to really even get better. Um, you know, I think I saw Jason Miller says it's time to put up or shut up. And I'm telling you, we're going to end up, um, you know, putting up. We're going to put up. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put up some stuff, you know. So uh just trying to keep you keep it PG thirteen, but um, you know, again, we're gonna put up so well, I what was your, so. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what was your best memory from last season? Alright, I'm gonna go two. I'm gonna go best personal memory was four interceptions against Arizona. Best mm. team memory was winning the last three games of the year. Mm, yeah, that was... Um, that, you know, that three-game winning streak at the end of the year, that, that's the best team memory for me. Because yeah. we, we, we watched losses on our Friday night OTAs before all three of those games. <laughs> but we came out and won them. And we came out and won them. And, you know, it's, it's again... Um, you know, you never know how these Sims are going to play out. We always say that, right? And we've seen wackier things happen. And um, let's just hope that this time around, they, it goes again, continues the success. I would love to say, hey, we're 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 on a four-game win streak, right? Uh, that'd be that'd be really awesome and great, and start off the season one and zero. I think will give some people some. Um, 
some some something to look at, right? Something that they to really take notice. And we've seen in some of the previous shows that they've mentioned really highly about us, so uh, definitely will allow us to continue that that growth. So uh, I think again, you're you're right. Those are some really great things that you shared. I mean, Arizona is such a huge team that we have close ties with. Shout out to Eddie Gage and Ashley Jackson, and you know Bernard Smith, all all the people over there and and uh, on the Scorpion squad. Uh, but that's a huge team to get that interceptions off a great quarterback like Ashley. You you showed why you deserve to be an all-star. I actually won that get, damn game. I know we had a couple games last season that had us had us in 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 the game, and uh, that's what I'm saying. Season 17 with all that growth will be very exciting to see what that ends up being. Now, do you have you any know, message? We, we, yeah, go ahead. Hold on. Before we move on. You know, we finished five and seven. We very easily could have, you know, finished seven and five. You know, a couple different plays and a few games go, you know, our way, and could have been seven and five, eight and four, something like that. But you know, yeah. now we got to build. Now we're and, building. And you know, it's it's so crazy. You're you're right. You know, we're still building now. But if you think about season fifteen. We, when we got our two wins, the first win was against Houston. So this here again, having to face them, our first game is we have history, right? Um, yep. But then the second one was Charleston, and everything else was a loss. So that was so difficult. And then we we won two games, and then we had that that time where we didn't win, and then we came out at the at the, at the end and won three games in a row. So you start seeing that that's where we're taking off from. And we're coming into this, and tonight we're also adding our progression. So it's kind of yeah. like, man, like it's such a – it's exciting, man. Like it's hard to contain my excitement, and I just really, again, think it's a great litmus test to go against Houston who um, ended up having, you know, the same – record as us but um has always been competitive so to go against them week one to see how we do um it, it's going to be a lot of fun it is going to be a lot of fun and speaking of progressions you know how that's going to work yet <sighs> i am not sure yet um so one of these things we're going to go in tonight at 1 a.m and all best is jacob yeah, I, I think it, it definitely will be something of that sort, right, to work with Jacob on. Um, but like like we normally do, we probably would try something with myself first um, to see how that works out. If not, um, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll all be up being ready for your service. We we always we always know it's a race at one o'clock to see who can get ours in first usually. So. <laughs> Exactly. So we we can be the ones that get it put in and ready to go. So you're right. Now, uh, what's your message to your team, fans, and and everybody in between? What message do you have for them before this season 17 starts? What message do you have for these people? My message for the team and fans is, you know, watch for Portland. We're going to be an upcoming team this year. We're 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 we're, che- we're running for that playoffs. We're, we're we're going for the playoffs this year, and the playoffs are bust. And then you know you make the playoffs, anything can happen. Exactly. I think um, we get ourselves into the playoffs. It's going to be very hard. Like you know, at that time, OJ would have his growth. 
um, Zeke is, is, is still is growing, right? John and myself were growing. Uh, I think Gene, Gene and, and Art and Ben are growing, right? But like we're all growing in this way where I think you will see that next step. And you will see that next progression where folks will be like, okay, I see the, the growth again. I see the movement again. Um, I see what they're trying to accomplish. And, and you know, Eddie Gage shared something really good about our coaching staff. It's really hard to scout against us because Mel and, and Zeke Art, you know, they, they do a really good job on 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 putting things here and trying things there to a point where it never hinders us from being good and it helps us be dynamic enough where teams are like, oh, I didn't see that. Or, hey, I saw that, but I saw that like two, three weeks ago. I didn't expect that yep. to be in here now. So, um, really, really awesome to see, man. Like, like I said, to be on this side and just looking and admiring the coaching staff, the, the roster, and everything, man, I can't contain myself. And um, it, it's, it's going to be an awesome season. So, what's your predictions for season 17? What are you, what are you going to predict is happening in season 17? My prediction for season 17 is Pacific comes down to week 12, us against Vancouver, winner gets the division. That, that's my prediction for season 17. We are playing for the division week 12 against Vancouver. Vancouver, man, they they just are a team that, like I, I was talking about earlier, man, they're good on both sides of the ball. They're good on offense. They're good on defense. They can their defense can show up and, and shut down the game, and their offense can blow up and end the game. So we, we haven't is, beat them yet. We haven't, we haven't beat, them, beat yet. them yet. This is the year. This is the year. I'm hoping we can get it done. Yeah, you know, it, 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 we definitely have an opportunity uh, to do so. So it's huge. So um, last thoughts. Right, Bob, the floor is yours. I roll out the red carpet in true fashion to, for all my players, right? Um, for you, it's not even going to be red. It's going to be a gold carpet. But what do you want to share with everybody tonight? Um, you know, the floor is yours. Well, I want to wish you happy birthday, you know. We're going to get Thanks, that Bob. win for you Saturday, tomorrow. And uh, just everybody enjoy the season. No matter how, if your team is good or bad, just have a great time. Enjoy the season. We're here to have fun. It's you know you know what I mean. We're here to have fun. Don't don't be the guy that brings it all down for your team. Just have a great time this year. Yeah, I think um, I think some folks forget about that. Um, they forget that this is fun, <laughs> and um, I've seen some comments right where people really giving their two cents of things and I, I, sometimes I feel like I'm like are you is this coming from a place of fun like you know if you if you if you take this too serious and it becomes work is it fun anymore like I think that's a really good point to share um, don't forget to have fun with this all um, good stuff yeah I mean no we don't want that guy that's going to be around being negative all the time just just have a great time and enjoy the community Yes, yeah. your team may be having a bad year, but, you know, do something to help your team improve that then if, if you're unhappy with the your record. Do something to help your team. Don't be that negative guy. 
Yeah. And like I said, it's um, it's wise words. And I think again, we you know the negativity always turns a lot of people off, right? Like I've noticed that. You just look, and I feel like a lot of teams um, kind of have uh, uh, don't really see that. You know, again, like they don't want to have that negativity. So when you bring that positivity into a room, into a locker room, it just helps everybody out, man. We we all live in real lives, so you know. We, we just have that respect for your peers. But if you are going through something, right, like you should have people in your locker room to kind of talk about it uh, with so you can kind of share your feelings and, and get that support. So huge stuff, Bob. Yeah, I mean, well, if, if you're going through something, your teammates should definitely be there to help you pick pick you up in, in what's going on in your real life. I mean, I hope you, I hope everybody has teammates that they can talk to if, you know, they have something going on in real life that, is really bothering them and you know they have somebody to talk to at least don't yeah just don't be don't turn negative because of you have you know real world problems but you can talk about your real world problems to your teammates just don't go negative about the team yeah i guess that's you know what i mean what i'm trying to say and people talk man people talk I think that's a huge thing. A lot of owners speak with other owners. GMs speak with owners, vice versa, right? So I think, again, if you bring, if you have that toxicity or that negativity, um, 9 out of 10, you probably won't be here. So good points, Bob. Now, Bob, you have Eddie Gage who wants to say something on air. Um, so uh, let me get Eddie in here. Eddie, you are on air on Inside the League. What's going on, Eddie Gage? Hey, what up, though, Eddie Gage? You guys got it. Congratulations, Bob, on becoming team captain. Congratulations on making the Pro Bowl. And uh, semi-congratulations on your four interception game versus us last season. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Hey, we probably probably put you in the Pro Bowl. (laughs) You, you, You certainly helped. You certainly helped. I mean, I had eight others besides those four, but yeah, you helped. <laughs> yeah, you you bought out last season, man. Sure, your your player has really come a long way. Thanks, sir. That that and that and that and good coaching was what I want to kind of touch up on because um, you guys were just alluding to it about uh, the comments I made about your coaching. It's true. You know, I like to give credit where credit is due. And um, you guys were struggling to start the season uh, last season. And I remember scouting our game versus you guys. And there were some things I forgot to take advantage of defensively that I saw that you guys were doing. And come game day, I didn't see any of those plays called. And you guys exploited us big time, time and time again. I'm like, oh, my God. And it was so embarrassing because I hate being – it's one thing for my offense not to show up. But my defense doesn't show up. I take that personally. And you had you guys took some plays out of the playbook that I think I could take advantage of and get the turnovers off of and stuff like that. And I didn't see not none of them called. <laughs> and, uh, hey. Now and Zeke are learning, Eddie. Yeah, you guys exploited it and took advantage of us. 
and uh, it was it was uh, quite embarrassing. Man. I mean, you guys are just putting up points left and right. But uh, I just wanted to commend you for it because I, I, I did notice that you guys were making changes, and uh, it was um, nice to see because competition is good in this league is always a good thing. Yeah. So I appreciate it, oh, yeah, you know. Uh, we talked about once you said that on your show, right? Say with your chest that that comes on Fridays at seven thirty, right or seven. But uh, you see that I had to plug in my man Eddie's show. Uh, but you mentioned that on your show, right? Um, you mentioned about you know you had that question being asked on on how would you if you were able to kind of do this again with anybody, right? Like just picking from any place, you know, when it came down to your coaching staff, how would that look like? And um, I remember when you said that, and then we, we actually spoke about it in our thing and saying, hey, that's quite an honor, right? Because yourself put a lot of time and effort in coaching. Um, I mean, you take your Xbox with you traveling. Like, your Xbox has a Mile High Club subscription because of how many travel miles it has with you. And, um, you know, it, it's something that, again, if you're saying it, then it's, we, hold, we hold it a little bit more in high regards because we understand the work and effort you put into your Sims and your playbook and your team every season. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, well, I, I got good news, though. Maybe bad news for the rest of the league, but um, I got one week left of this job, and after this, I'll be working uh, in Arizona, so... I have more time to film, so I'm looking forward to that opportunity. <laughs> man, no, Eddie, Eddie, you gotta go back on the road. No, no, yeah, man. I, I you low that. key, you low <laughs> key. Look, look, Eddie. Let me tell you something. You low key connect us all. As weird as it sounds, man, you really do connect us all together. And uh, you could kind of see that when you came to visit us here in Maryland, right? Like a lot of us came together to to, to come out to show support, right? Because you show a lot of support throughout the league. And um, I feel like you, you, you almost embody the league that folks wanted to come and see you, even if it was only for a short period of time. And even though you bashed our crab cakes and created a whole thing with T-Roy Gaines, which I, I, I'll say to this day, how are you the GM of the, of the Baltimore Vultures? And, and don't like it. Oh, my God, Bob. You know what? I'm about to go in here and, and eliminate this progression. I'm just kidding. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's true, though, right? Like, you, you literally do – embody this league so much that you really do connect us um and, and and it's kind of a crazy thing to have a picture with eddie gage right i think you've been you have so many different types of pictures with people in this league i think you could legit create a collage of how many pictures you've been able to collect with different people of, of the or of, of the sfl and you really do connect us all man so uh does that mean you're you're not going to be traveling anymore i will but not nearly as much as i am right now Okay. okay. Right. It'll be it'll be sporadically. Okay. Well, at least again, it doesn't mean it's going completely away. So it's 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 great. So uh, Eddie, you know, for your show, um, it, do we have any updates on when you're gonna have your next show? Um, as well, I know you were trying to have that tonight. I don't I don't think that was you were able to accomplish that, right? No, I got a two and a half hour delay. And then when we finally did get on the ramp to take off, we were behind like 11 other planes. So that's like another 30-something minute delay. And because there was only one ramp open because of the rain and the thunder and lightning in Miami. It was, oh, my God, dude. So I got home way too late to do it because I, I didn't want to impede on your show. But 
I was going to put this out there today, but since you were asking me, I'm going to go ahead and put it on your show. Um, Appreciate that. This, I do not plan on doing the Save to Chess show throughout the season. If I do, it'll be sporadically because I owe it to my team to concentrate on the playbook, especially when we're doing both sides of the ball. So if I do it, it will only be, you know, here and there. It won't be a weekly thing. That's that's awesome for you to share. Um, and, and, you know, we kind of talked about this, too. You know, this content stuff, we do it for, 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 for everybody, including ourselves. And I kind of think, again, we can't do it all. And, and you don't want to bite too much that you could chew. I think your show in, in a whole brings such a different dynamic. It's a live response, right? I type a question, and in that moment, you answer it, right? And we, we love to hear what Eddie Gage has to say about things. But I think, again, when you when you know what's important to you, you, you kind of um, prioritize it. And it just shows the, 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 the work that you're putting into this season to continue that success of, of going into the playoffs, winning your first playoff games and getting yourself in, into almost into the contention of, of a championship, right? So, um, awesome to see what you're going to be doing. <laughs> you were robbed against Denver. I agree, Eddie. Yes, robbed. <laughs> I mean, it, come on. Riley Contero's going to take that. Kick return back. Come I'm on, sorry. Man. <laughs> yeah, man, that was that was a heartbreaker. Like I said, I, tough, I tough, tough, but it, it lets you bring in something into season 17 with you that I know you're going to be holding very deep and near. So, oh, you uh, believe it. It's going to be exciting to see what you're able to accomplish. You know, again, when you do bring in the show, I'd love to hear. You know, whatever topics you come up with will be kind of talked about now. Um, but do you, you know, again. Do you have any kind of predictions? You know, everybody's kind of talking about, you know, the season. What are your predictions going into season 17 as a league in total? Who do you think is, is going to be that um, that team that I guess teams aren't really talking about or are or, or, or giving enough recognition? I, I've seen on multiple content shows that that's kind of been the topic of discussion, and I'd love to hear your take on uh, some of these those teams. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and talk about it since you're asking me. I think, I think, I think Denver's a wild card because I don't, I don't know if Adam Wiseman is going to stick to the vest with the playbook that was been working for them or he's going to try to, you know, go, you know, set his own path and, you know, make his own uh, identity and do things on his own. Uh, I want to see what his offensive playbook is going to look like. I think that's going to be key. Um, Fort Worth is getting a lot of love. And, you know, I mean, they defense bought out last season. And I just wonder if they're going to have enough offense to to get them where they need to be. Um my own squad just be not, you know. Hey, I, 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 hey, Arizona. I think we gonna make that next step. We'll see how that goes. I, like I said about you guys, I think Portland is that next team. I think your defense has what it takes to win a championship. I think your running game has what it takes to win a championship. I think the key is going to be whether your passing game can remain consistent and convert on third down. I think if you guys can find a way to do that, Portland is going to be in the playoffs. Um. 
I don't know what Vegas schedule looks like, but our division is kind of a wild card because I think either either of us, you know, can make. I think Denver, of course, can make it because of what I just spoke on. Two falls went to back to back championships, but now they revise their entire offensive philosophy. So who knows what that's going to look like? Um, then you got then you got us. I think we're going to make a run. And same thing. Who was it I said? Denver, Vegas. Yeah. So I, I think we all could. I don't know. I'd have been crazy. Who knows? Um, Eddie. Eddie, one question. Luis, who do you play? Who do you play twice? Is it Denver? And our division. Say, uh, yeah. Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Louisiana. I don't know about them. They they got a new coach in Coach Craven. But if you look at Coach Craven, Craven's uh, track record on the way he coaches offense, it's it's pretty much the same as what what Jeremy did. I mean, excuse me, of of uh, of uh, of what uh, of, of how um, Zero played, you know, his offense. So I think it's tailor made to what they like to do. They're not going to have any problems at all because they have the same coaching philosophy offensively. So I don't think there'd be any qualms there. Um. Lone Star, they had a transition, got a new coach, so they're another wild card. I don't know what they're gonna look like. Let's go see this high it's hard to ever count them now. I don't I don't remember that one. They missed the playoffs. Um Atlanta they got rid of that two tight ends they brought back in at the three wide receiver set. So I think they'll be competitive. There's there's another division. Who who knows come out of there, whether it be them, St. Louis, Louisiana, Tulsa made a run. They didn't get knocked out to the last game. So that's another business that's up in the air to me. They were talking about Baltimore and Craven so it's slipping. I don't see that happening. I think they're gonna win a division walking away. But I don't know. London may have something to say about that. And, and you, know, uh, you know you brought up Coach Craven's show and you know, um, if you heard that, you know, it, it did sound like Louisiana was a little bit bothered about not being mentioned, yeah. you know, as one of the teams. And, and again, I understand their point on why that's the case, right? Because they still retained Registrator, they still retained Tank Bennett, they still retained some of these people that really helped mold it and then, you know, added in a person at, at Tommy Utah with some other pieces, moving some folks around. Um... So, what was your thoughts about that? What was your thoughts about some of the complaints they had that people weren't giving them that recognition based on that how their performance went the, the season prior? Well, I look at a lot of the comments that Pickler made, and he had some valid points. Yes, they replaced a lot of the talent they lost. They got a great. They got to me. I'm, see, I'm old school. And I think they have the best blocking fullback in the entire SFL. And I know that because I played them. And that dude is knocking linebackers back three yards off the ball consistently. Now, what they going to have enough offense to compete? Because they also lost some key pieces. They lost Blake Craze, who was – I don't think that dude's ever missed a tackle in his life. <laughs> they lost Anthony Wyo, who was one of the better safeties in the league. You know, they, they lost some key pieces. And it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Now, 
statistically, just look at the attributes, they upgraded that quarterback, which is probably, as I hate to admit, the most important player on the field, being a defensive guy. But, uh, I mean, the truth is that it is. So, man, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I see that gripe, but everyone has a gripe, you know. I have a gripe. They, they, they were talking about me. You know, they they, they were picking Vegas to finish ahead of us. And Vegas finished with the same amount of wins we did, but they played San Diego a winless team twice. But, you know, that kind of gets overlooked. So, you know, at the end of the day, we, we all have to prove it on the field, and that's why we play the game. Yeah, it, you know, we've, we've seen in Sims – and it, it's any given sim day, right? Like, once that yep. Xbox plays, Cam's Xbox, right, just has a way of orchestrating drama just enough oh for God. us to be on the edge of our seat um, and, and almost have a heart attack that, you know, again, I understand it. You know, I understand where they were coming from. And, you know, you, you said it, right? There were some gripes that you've had in that, in that conversation. I'm sure there's plenty of teams that had gripes. Um, so... I get it, but that's the thing about it, right? Like, it's all opinions. We're all basing it off of last season. You know what? Somebody can come turn it around and be 100% different, and it could be a completely different team we're not even talking about now, right? So uh, very interesting to see how season 17 goes and ends. But we got it starting tomorrow, and I can't wait to see it. But, um, Eddie, you got anything else to add before we wrap up this evening? Uh, No, just that... uh... Love your show, man. Keep the content coming. I know it's hard doing this every week, man, because this week I don't want to do it. But for the love of the show, you know, I try to get it out there. Except for like, like I say, this week, you know, like two weeks in a row, I got caught up with the travel bug and everything else, man. It's like it's always something. But you know, in a couple of weeks, this won't be an issue for me anymore. And uh, you know, I won't have these kind of issues. But yeah, just keep pushing great content, man. Love what you're doing. Looking forward to a great season. I'll be looking, I'll be rooting for you guys, but uh, not as much as I'll be rooting for Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, look, you know it's the same here. The respect that we have for yourself, Ashley, um, you know, it, it's it's very it's up there, right? And we, respect is there because we respect each other as competitors as well as people. Um, and that's really hard to, to, to sometimes get, right? There's some people in this league that get respect because of coaching, but they don't always respect the people, and then vice versa. So when you kind of have the both of that, right, the respect of being a competitor, but also the respect of being a person um we appreciate it even more so we will be looking for you eddie we're hoping to see, we're, we're planning not hoping we're planning to see you in the playoffs and when it does happen uh, you know it's going to be all love and we're going to go at it um so again i appreciate you calling in when it does happen bob punk is going to finish with zero interceptions zero Deflection and a scorpion win. <laughs> I hope Look, that's not. What, I hope that's not. what you're hoping. But let me tell you, his brothers <laughs> over there next to him, I don't think they'll allow that to happen. Okay, so if Bob Funk ain't getting you, Scott Allen might get you. Chris Dodge, Derek Major, and Leo Leo Morris might get you. But um, that's no here nor there, right? But Eddie, you have a good night, brother. I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate you always supporting, man. It, it does always mean a lot to me. I think I think you can always see the genuineness of, of my respect for you. So appreciate it. Anytime, bro. Take care. Take care of you as well. And Bob, you got anything else you want to share before we end this this evening? 
I just want to say congrats, Daddy, on the new job where you get to stay home more. And then, uh, you know, go fleet. Go fleet. That's, that's a great way of putting it. And, you know, again, Bob shared it. Thank you again, Bob. We appreciate it, man. And um, he said it. Go fleet, right? Um, I'm excited for this game. And in true fashion, uh, since we're going down to Texas, if you know this song uh, from Houston's own Mike Jones, uh, Slim Thug, all all that, still tipping full forwards because we had my man Bob Funk, 44, on the show tonight. Um, and we're excited to go down to Houston, right? Um, we're ready to get to these hyenas. And uh, we're ready to go ahead and show what was was cracking. And you know what the funny thing is, too? Before we get off the show, I heard somebody talking about the fleet, um, asking why Portland has fleets and, and, you know, whatnot. And I'll tell you, man, um, if you ever want to get some information like that, holla at myself or holla at Jacob. We'll be more than happy to share with you why uh, the fleet have uh, boats. But with that being said, Houston, we will see you. Uh, this Saturday at 4.15 p.m. That's East Coast time, West Coast time. You do the math. And I am your favorite GM, Nelson Lozano, here on Inside the League. And we'll go see you, Houston. Holla at me. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.